A lot of people say that they don't read the Bible because they don't understand it. And as a Christian, I feel like it's my duty to teach it to you. Welcome to the Ghetto Bible Tales. I'm your host, Jerrica, and here we talk about biblical and spiritual things in a comical yet understandable way. We're going to learn, but we're going to laugh too. So grab your Bibles and your sense of humor and get ready for this. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Jerrica, and I'm finally back with another Ghetto Bible Tale. Welcome to season five of Ghetto Bible Tale. Today, I'm gonna be talking about your boy Jabez. This video was requested by somebody from me on Instagram, but I don't really remember who it was. So if this was you, please leave a comment letting me know. Before we can get into the story of Jabez, y'all already know how this go. We must first discuss the rules of context. Ladies and gentlemen, rule number one of context is language the bible wasn't originally written in english it was originally written in ancient hebrew and ancient greek keep that in consideration when you're reading the bible rule number two history and culture the bible culture is of ancient israel please do not apply your modern day culture to the bible it will not work rule number three is reading the bible as a whole please don't take bits and pieces of the bible cutting it here and there and Putting it on this grand scale to make it mean something that it doesn't mean. Take the Bible for what it is from beginning to end. And the final rule of context is the Holy Spirit. Before you can get into this book, you have to talk to the Lord your God, asking to bestow his Holy Spirit upon you so that you may gain an understanding of what you're reading. And when you gain an understanding of the rules of context, we can continue on in our story. I have a video that is dedicated to the rules of context and better explains it. I will leave a link to that video in the description box below. But anyway, we're going to move on in our story. So we meet our boy Jabez in the book of 1 Chronicles chapter 4, two verses, verses 9 and 10. Um, we learn that he's a part of a line that descends from the tribe of Judah. And much isn't really known about him aside from the fact that he has this famous prayer that everybody likes to uh, memorialize I guess you could say you, you'll find this prayer in a lot of the Christian stores framed or you'll find faith memes with this prayer and Jabez's prayer goes like this bless me indeed and enlarge my territory let your hand be with me and keep me from evil that I may not cause pain and that is it Jabez is mentioned again, I think, in the book of Kings, if I'm not mistaken. But other than that, we don't know anything else about him other than he descends from the, the tribe of Judah and he has this prayer. Since this is all we have to go off about Jabez, we kind of have to use context clues in learning who he was. So the first thing we learn about Jabez is that he's a praying man, obviously, because the the whole thing is a prayer the next thing we learn straight out the gate is that his name is associated with pain and sorrow um i think i spoke about this before probably a few seasons ago about the importance of a name and uh most of the people in the bible their names meant something and most of their personalities traits and attitudes were synonymous with their name for instance, uh, Jacob meant trickster and Jacob was a trickster. Um, and then his name changed, ended up being Israel, meant a uh, man that wrestles with God and 
we know that Jacob did that. So most of the time, their name, most of the time back then, their name, it, it held some weight. Like it actually really meant something. It was either something they did or the way they acted. And the Bible tells us that Jabez got his name from, um, his mother named him Jabez because during childbirth, he brought her so much pain and sorrow. And I'm assuming because of his name, he must've been treated differently in life. And the reason I say that is because at the end of his prayer, he says, keep me from evil and that I may not cause pain. He was named Jabez because he called his caused his mother pain. And so I'm assuming that there must've been some like negative feelings toward him growing up that he would even add that in his prayer. I don't think most of us pray that we may not call, may I not cause pain to people. I don't think nobody thinks about that. So I'm thinking that the main reason that a person would think something like that is because people have always put that heavy burden on you. Like you, you, you've caused me pain or he's been constantly reminded of that throughout his life that he's caused pain. So he prays a prayer to God in hopes that he won't cause pain in the future. Another detail that the Bible makes mention of is that he is more honorable than his brothers. And this leads me to believe once again that he had a heavy prayer life because the Bible states that God granted his request. Like everything that he asked for in his prayer, God granted it. Through time, Jabez's prayer has been associated with, you know, prosperity gospel. And because of that, it tends to have, you know, a negative uh, outlook. And I believe that this prayer is associated with prosperity gospel because the beginning of it is bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. And um, most people believe that that enlarged lines referring to, you know, physical land and money. But it could also bear a spiritual meaning. Like he could be asking the Lord to enlarge his territory spiritually. It doesn't necessarily mean physically or uh, literally. It could be spiritually, but he doesn't, he doesn't, um, he doesn't differentiate in the Bible. So, I mean, we're left to wonder. All we can really do is, you know, assume like I said, the Bible doesn't really give us any evidence on the acquisitions of Jabez personally. So we don't know if it was physical territory or spiritual. And also with enlarged territory, according to scholars, Jabez was a part of a line of uh, scribesmen, I believe, and disciples. He was into discipleship, apparently. So when he say enlarge my territory, he could be talking about his discipleship or his following. It don't necessarily mean money. It didn't, it don't, it doesn't. But most people just assume that he means land and money when he says, bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. Some like to also argue that it means to enlarge the territory of his heart so that it may overflow to the people around him. This could also be due to the next line. This could be true due to the next lines that are in the prayer where he asks God to keep him from evil and that he may not cause pain. This kind of coincides with him being a leader as well and not wanting to bring harm to his followers or lose his way spiritually. I mean, it's pretty open-ended, but like I said, most people like to assume that he's talking about money or land and he could very well be talking about money or land or 
he could be talking about his spiritual territory. He could be talking about his spiritual following. He could be talking about his heart. It does not necessarily mean finances. Because God blesses us. People assume that you be blessed when you get money. Like that's that's not the only form of blessing that God gives us. Like it's not always a financial blessing that you receive from the Lord. But whether the blessing was physical or not, the the main thing we learn about Jabez is that he was sincere. He was very sincere when he prayed because the Bible says that God granted his request. So his entire prayer was answered. And last time I checked, God don't bless no mess. So my advice with anyone that's praying is to just be sincere in whatever it is you're asking God for. And keep him at the forefront of your mind at all times. And just like Jabez, you can be blessed. Because God don't bless no bless. That was short and sweet. I hope y'all liked this video. Shout out to whoever requested it. Because I truly cannot remember who it was. Please, if it was you, please leave a comment below letting me know. Thank y'all for watching this video. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Share with your friends. Um, you can find me on all social media at Ghetto Bible Tales. And if you would like to request a video, please leave a comment on this video or in any of my social media pages at Ghetto Bible Tales. This has been your girl, Jerk. And until next time, peace out. Thanks for tuning in. All Ghetto Bible Tale episodes are posted on YouTube simultaneously in video format. You can follow Ghetto Bible Tales on all social media pages at Ghetto Bible Tales. You can also head on over to GhettoBibleTales.com and request a story or topic that you wish for me to discuss on the show. Once again, this has been your host Jerrica and this has been the Ghetto Bible Tales.